relax. You work too much. Have you ever heard this? Have you ever thought this? But then you went to relax, and when you tried to, you actually felt worse, maybe a little guilty. And when you were done, you were like, why did I do that? I feel even more behind. You're not crazy. There's a reason this happens. And in this week's episode, I'm going to share exactly why and the simple thing you can do to turn it around, get relaxation, and make yourself more productive. This is your dose to script your confidence. Relaxing is something that we all aspire to have, something that we like to do someday. Well, <laughs> the trick with that is that there's seven days in the week and someday ain't one of them. So why don't we do it? Well, oftentimes it's actually because we have a negative association to relaxation itself. And I'll walk you through what most people go through. If you're feeling behind, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling stressed, you may resonate with this storyline, if you will. You're feeling a little overworked. You've thought about relaxing. Maybe people that care about you say, relax, take a break. And you kind of push it off because you're making progress. You're focused. You're dialed in. But then one day, one moment, you say, you know what? I I'm going to relax. So you go out with friends. You pop on Netflix. Maybe you watch a movie. And while you're doing this, the whole time, you're thinking about what you should be doing. You're thinking about what should be done. You're thinking about all the other things that should be doing instead of this. Number one, let's stop shooting all over ourselves. <laughs> but maybe we take it a step further. Maybe while we're watching the movie, we're checking our email. Maybe while we're with friends, we're physically there, but mentally our mind is somewhere else. And then when the event is done, the movie's over. Then the eighth Netflix episode in a row is done where you get home from your friends or even driving home from your friends. You feel even more behind. And you say, why did I do that? That was two hours, that was three hours, fill in the blank hours that I could have been doing productive work. And now I feel like I just screwed myself. So now you may even have not even guilt, maybe now you've got some resentment on there. Maybe now, you, maybe now you're condemning yourself. Maybe now that sense of self-compassion is out the window and maybe now you're filled with regret. Sound familiar? If this is a yes, you're not crazy and it's not just you. The reason this happens is simply because we're not fully present. We may be there physically, we may physically be out of the work of the tasks, but mentally we're somewhere else. And what happens is, we'll take a movie for example. If you're watching a movie for two, three hours and, and you're physically there, but your mind is somewhere else, you're literally in two places at once and we are not built for multitasking. So you're only catching parts of the movie. In fact, if someone were to ask you what it was about, you probably wouldn't even know. And you have thought of so many things to do, maybe 10 things, 20 things, and you thought of it over and over and over, so it looped in your head, so it really felt like you had 100 or 200 things, giving you the illusion of feeling so behind. Because 
your focus is not in the present moment. Your focus is on what you should be doing, could be doing, feel like you're obligated to do. So here's the antidote. When you're watching the movie, be physically and mentally present. When you're with your friends, be physically and mentally present. Regardless of what you do, you need to be both physically and mentally present. Otherwise, you're going to not only feel behind and not relax, but you're going to have a negative association to relaxation. You're literally screwing yourself three different ways. Number one, you're not actually relaxing. Number two, you're having the sense of resentment and you're, you're getting behind on being productive, whether it's relaxing or doing your work. And number three, you're creating a negative association to relaxation, making it less likely for you to actually relax. And when you put that off long-term, that's literally where burnout comes from. Self-care that is put to the side for extended periods of time, that is a fast track to burnout. So here's the simple thing you do. And I'm going to say this a few times, because it sounds simple, and the reason it's not working for you is simply because you're not doing it. It's simple, and it simply will work for you if you simply do it. And if it sounds like I'm coming hard at you, here I am because I want you to be free from the craziness. Here is what you do. When you're going out with friends, when you're sitting down to your movie, and you have all these other tasks, and that, that overwhelm, that second-guessing feeling voice comes in, you simply do this. I am going to spend the next two hours with my friends watching my movie. And the work will be there when I get back. Period. Say that out loud to yourself. Say that out loud. For the next two hours, I am going to watch this movie and be physically present and mentally present. I'm going to be fully here. And the work will be there when I get back. You are proclaiming and owning and being intentional with your time so you can be intentionally present. That is the first thing. When you speak to the voice in the back of your head that's saying you could be doing work, you're behind on emails, blah, 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 blah. Well, when you address it directly, you take its power away. If instead you try to distract and stuff that, what you resist persists. So address it directly and you'll notice that there's a silence. That's the first big thing. The second big thing, and this may sound simple, but it's really difficult for a lot of people, is that when you're with your friends, when you're watching the movie, when you're doing whatever is your relaxing thing, do it unplugged. Meaning no phone, no tablet, no laptop. Not near you, not on you, not anywhere near you at all. Here's what I do. When I'm doing work, like for example, recording this podcast, my phone is charging face down in the other room that is off. So you've heard of that phrase, out of sight, out of mind? Exactly. Make sure that it's out of sight. If it's close by, what we end up doing is thinking, oh, let me check this real quick. Well, real quick is a slippery slope to hell. <laughs> Just the taste is a slippery slope to hell. Just a glance is a slippery slope to hell. Make sure that you're intentional because what happens when you do check it, even if it's a text message, even if it is an email and it literally takes you 10 seconds, you will have what's called attentional residue. And they've done studies on this. And what's interesting is what I'm about to share 
is when you're doing deep work. That's actually where this came from, is from a book, Deep Work by Cal Newport. Phenomenal book if you're looking to optimize your time. There will be a link to that in the show notes. Highly recommend it. But what this concept talks about, the original context, is that when you're working on a project, when you're doing work, if you're trying to be focused, you need to make sure there's no distractions. Because if, for that example, you're doing work and your text goes off, and even if it's genuinely just 10 seconds for you to check it, they've done studies on this, it takes your brain 10 to 20 minutes to get back in focused flow just by diverting your attention for 10 seconds. Think about this. This may be why we're behind. You have a three-hour project. You have three hours of time. And you check your text message. You check your notification. You check your email. And it generally only takes 10 seconds. But every 10 seconds, just real quick, takes your mind 10 to 20 minutes to refocus fully. Now, in a three-hour period, if you check your text, I'm pretty sure that it wasn't just once. So if you do it multiple times, each of those times takes you 10 to 20 minutes to refocus. You may see how you've become so unproductive. You're busy, but you haven't gone anywhere, which is part of why you feel so behind. You're, quote, doing things. You're in a, quote, work environment, but because you're not mentally present, because you're diluted by distraction, diluted focus yields diluted results. So you may be busy, but you're not productive. Now, the crazy thing with this is what I'm talking about is when you're doing deep work, actually working on projects. The same concept applies when you're relaxing too. So if you're trying to watch this movie for two hours and every few minutes you're checking your phone, you're scrolling on social, you're checking your email, whatever it is, your attentional focus of actually being relaxed and focused on the present moment of watching the movie, of being with your friends is diluted and diluted focus yields diluted results. In this case, the result of being relaxed, of recharging. And oftentimes, another trap that can keep us from wanting to relax or being fully present is not wanting to waste time. We want to multitask. Think of it this way. If you're an arrow, so think of like a bow and arrow. If you're an arrow and you want to get to your target and you just pick up an arrow and chuck it, unless that thing is like right next to you, you're not going to hit it. And if you set a goal that's close to you, you're not going to grow. And if you're not growing, you're dying. If instead you take that arrow and you put it up against a bow and you draw it back temporarily, it builds up tension so that when you release it, the arrow fires like a rocket directly at your target, far away, a far target, farther from you so you grow more. This is a metaphor that is so, so key that when you do this, it's going to allow you to hit your target. So it depends how you frame it. So if you're framing relaxing time as time away from work, switch the label. Frame it as, this is an investment in my productivity. Because if the word relaxation has a negative association to you of slacking off, of being uh, not working hard and all these other things, then change the label. Change the label, change the meaning. So there's another strategy that you can use. But when it comes to doing the activity, whether it's friends, movie, whatever it is, I can't stress it enough. No screens. Put your phone off in use of this. So one of the reasons that I tricked myself over the years 
is I put it in another room face down charging. So if, if my little line starts thinking, oh, well, I, I should have my phone close in case. Well, the reason it's in the other room is, oh, it's charging. So I gave it a reason. So why is my phone not here? It's over there because it's charging. This is actually another psychological principle they've done research on. Anytime they want to justify something and you start questioning it, just insert the word because. They did a study, true story, not to get too tangential, but I want to share with you how impactful these things are. They sound simple, but they simply work, and here's the research behind it. They did a psychology research on an office years ago, and they had a, a line and a printer in a busy office, a line at a, a copy machine, and there's all, there was always five, 10 people in line. Well, they did an experiment where someone went in and they just went to the front of the line and said, can I cut, period. Now, most people said no. What's interesting is they took another person that went to the front of the line and they said this, can I cut because I have to make copies? 80% more people said yes. Now, everyone's there to make copies. It's a copy machine. But because they used the word because, it triggered our mind because we're always looking for a reason. So if you are looking to trick yourself into a new habit, simply use the word because, insert a simple reason. For example, my phone's in the other room because it's charging. Oh, okay. That'll help you to relax. Just a simple little trick so that you can do this. And a, a phrase that pays to really show you how impactful this is, is that when it comes to relaxing, when it comes to setting aside a time to recharge, to self-care or whatever, oftentimes I've found that the best way to recharge is to unplug. I'm not talking about the phone, I'm talking about yourself, your mind. This is how it is going to be so easy for you, is when you're, when you're doing the thing relaxing, simply do the thing, period. Not the other thing, not multitask. Whatever you choose to do, choose to do it. Commit, be fully in it, physically and mentally. So all this to say, when you're trying to relax, be intentional. When you are watching the movie with your friends, say to yourself out loud, for the next two hours, I am going to be intentionally present watching the movie, being with my friends, and the work will be there when I get back. You're addressing it. And I'm doing this because I'm going to become more productive by recharging. Simple phrase, and it's the phrase that pays. Dividends, because just like a bow and arrow, if you try to chuck it, you ain't gonna get very far or even come close to your target. But when you pull it back slightly, you can fire it at any target with laser-focused precision. So if you're trying to get more relaxed, simply do that. Get more relaxed by being mentally and physically present. When you can do this, you will increase your certainty and confidence that you not only are able to, but it will empower you so that you can fill yourself up and then serve from the overflow because this life is not about you, but it does involve you. You were created with a specific shape, with specific abilities, passions, experiences to hone your craft for the service of other people. And you're, gonna know, you're not gonna be any good to other people if you're burned out. You can't, you can't give what you don't have. So if you're empty, if your cup is empty 
and someone else is thirsty, you will have nothing to give them. So fill yourself up first, serve from the overflow, because not only will you be able to help those people you're called to shepherd, but also you'll be modeling behavior. Because if someone is coming to you, whether you are a mentor, whether you are with a colleague, whether you're with a client, and you are modeling being burned out, is that someone that you'd wanna follow? Is that someone that you'd wanna listen to? Lead by example to show that you have standards and that you are taking care of yourself so that you can help others too. It comes back to that classic analogy, that classic metaphor, that when you're in the airplane and they, every time you fly, they say the same thing. If the oxygen mask deploys, put your own mask on first before trying to help other people. Because if you're unconscious, you're no good. Just like when you're unconscious with intentionality, with being focused and being productive is diluted when you dilute your focus. It's not about being busy. It's about being productive and intentional. You won't only thank yourself for this, but your loved ones will too. So use this simple practice of being intentional, both physically and mentally present, and watch the quality of your life and the vibrancy and passion expand in all that you do. So take this, be present, go forth, and dispense your full potential so you can serve from the overflow. To live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Go forth and be a blessing. 